Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome to another episode of Power Yourself. Today's topic, it's all about the power of authenticity. And with me today, I have one of my colleagues. Before I go there, though, I'm just going to pause. I'm going to stop. And I just want to take the time to really acknowledge and celebrate the land that we're currently on. Myself and my coworker, Alana, are in Alberta, which is known as the traditional territories of the indigenous people of Treaty 6, 7, and 8 region and the homeland of the Métis. I just want to acknowledge the Métis, the First Nations, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for generations. And I choose to recognize the land as an act of reconciliation and to show gratitude for those whose territories we reside on or are currently visiting. Okay. As I said, today's topic, the power of authenticity. With me, one of my colleagues, I've seen on LinkedIn, I've seen her do talks on the um, the topic of being authentic, authentic leadership. And I know that's a lot to do with the content that we teach um, in our day today job. So Alana, welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for being willing to be a guest. And if you want, I'm just going to throw it over to you and you can give a, a little introduction just to who you are, basically. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for inviting me, Jill. This is super exciting. And I've really been looking forward to this for quite some time. Um, so in addition to the work that you and I do together, I also serve as a leadership development consultant. So I primarily work with small to mid-sized businesses. Mm -hmm. And a couple of areas of passion for me are trust, relationships, and authenticity. So I'm super excited to be able to talk about this specific topic with you. I think it not only is specific to building effective leaders, but really applies to everybody across the board. So there's something in this conversation for everyone, for sure. Ooh, nice there, a teaser of why everybody should be tuning in today. <laughs> but it is, and you also mentioned some pretty heavy hitters too, you know, like trust is another amazing topic, relationships, all of those things. You know, it's funny, all of those things, I think, and just like authenticity, I think it's easy to say them. And then really what becomes cool in our line of work and also even in the podcast is actually defining them. What does it even mean? So mm -hmm. let, let's go there. Let, let's let that be the first question I ask you. If somebody's talking about authenticity or being authentic, Elena, just give us kind of a brief overview of how you would define it. Yeah, so I think um, it's it's complex, right? And if you Google authenticity, there's so many different definitions and so many different layers. So I'll, I'll start off before I kind of get into it in, in terms of just saying it's a broad topic, right? And I think that the, the meaning might be slightly unique and personalized for a lot of different individuals. To me, a couple of the definitions that really, really resonate and really align are being true to your own personality, your own character, your own spirit, 
And there's also a strong sense of aligning your values with your actions. So I think when we get into um, some of the conversation later on, we'll talk about how do you do that. But, you know, it's really about essentially being true to yourself. Even that, like you mentioned, you know, a lot about defining things. It will have a personal layer you know that's the the interesting things about words and how we use them and the, and the meaning that other people take from them but even that like being true to yourself tell me a little bit more about that for so, you knowing that this is your your perception of it for sure just yeah yeah I think so for me, and this kind of goes into like, why do we want to be authentic, right? Or, or what's the risk of not being authentic is if I am very clear about what's important to me or who I am at my core, right? From a character perspective, um, life is so much easier. There's so much less friction. And, and by friction, I mean internal and external friction. Um, when I'm aligning my behaviors with what is true to me. So, um, you know, have you ever behaved in a way, no judgment, because I certainly have, but have you ever behaved in a way that's out of line with, you know, with your values or with what, with what feels right for you? Oh, I think, I think it's a very human thing, you know, especially (laughs) as we're, we're finding out who we are sometimes. Like if I look back on, on my past, like for me, it's, Acting in sometimes ways that you don't want to be sometimes really promotes the the future living 100% authentic because you get, and it will be different for everybody. So again, this is really um, individual based, but for me, it always just felt like uncomfortable or phony or like, like I get this bitter taste in my mouth. Like it just didn't feel genuine. I guess is the words I would associate with it. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like that, that this is not intellectual, but that gross icky feeling, yes. right. It's kind of like, ugh. and, and for me, I've always, when I've acted in a way, and of course it's kind of on a spectrum, but when I've acted in a way that's inauthentic, it's almost like I feel this pit yeah. in my stomach and, and almost like a feeling of guilt. And I think it's because regardless of the impact on others, sometimes there is no impact on others, but I'm judging myself. I'm aware of the fact that this isn't in alignment. This isn't how I want to show up or it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Right. It's not me. Um, And I think you brought up a really good point though, in terms of how it is different for everyone. And we kind of try on different versions of ourselves. You know, it's interesting um, because there's a lot of inauthentic behavior going on in our developmental stages of life, right? So, you know, teenagers, as an example, trying to figure out who am I? Who do I want to be? And sometimes we don't have those answers. So we're kind of dabbling and trying on different hats as we're exploring who we are, right? And as we're kind of crafting and creating who we are, And from my experience, I think that that continues throughout life in various ways, right? So again, just me, but as I, as I progress through my career and, and through relationships and through life, I feel like I have come more and more into myself 
And my hope would be that that continues to be the case as I get older, right? That I, I feel more and more authentic as I gain more life experience and more opportunities to figure out what feels right and, and who am I in this specific situation. And that, like, I love it how you said, you mentioned at the beginning, you know, beginning meaning of our, our lives as, as we're trying out different hats, we're trying out different things that fit. And we, we even try out some different traits, right? Like, who do we want to be in our relationship? Who do we want to be as a professional or even like as a student or as, a, as an individual? And I think it's important, like you mentioned, is to realize that sometimes that happens later in life as well. So sometimes it might be that reflection of, you know what, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Or I, I, you know, I think of some common behaviors that we always address is, you know, I, I, I want to take more me time or I don't want to be a pushover, you know, like those things, those are things that we can change throughout. So I think like just to bring us to a kind of general definition of authenticity is as you said, being our true own character and even like trusting in the you that you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. and, and showing up and being that. Yeah. And that sounds so easy. And <laughs> add life, add people, add perception, add social media. And that can sometimes get a bit tricky. For sure. Yeah. Social media is that's such a great point (laughs) because I mean, I don't, I don't know if we'll get into that piece at all, but the pressures of, you know, how am I quote unquote supposed to show up in this particular situation versus how, how will I show up? Right. How, what is natural and, and authentic for me to show up as sometimes doesn't align. So I think kind of woven into what you just said, um, also triggered for me the sense of, you know, I, I think to be authentic, particularly in some situations, really takes a, a high level of emotional courage, mm. right? It's not always comfortable to, as an example, be the person in the room who's vocalizing a perspective different than what other people are sharing, mm-hmm. um, or to kind of, you know, stick up for the underdog if if that perspective aligns more with yours than what the masses are are sharing. Um, But again, when we can create the dynamic where we're becoming more comfortable vocalizing and living into our authentic selves, that's where the magic happens, right? Mm. It's just everything kind of falls into place. Easier said than done. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's the slogan of today. Easy to say. And, but like, you know, even off of that, Elena, it's the, the more that, and that's kind of what gives me a lot of my courage a lot of the time, because things might feel awkward. Things, you know, you are going to be the unpopular one that speaks up and, you know, fine. And it takes courage. But I think the thing that promotes me is really aligned with what you just said. The more that we can do that as individuals, really honor our authentic selves and show that and be that, the more we show the way, the more we influence others to be their authentic selves. And that for me is way more important than me feeling uncomfortable in a moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so beautiful. I totally agree. Yeah, it just creates that safety for us, right? And it's interesting. I've I've actually in some personal relationships more so. I've received that feedback recently where you know people have said, "I feel so comfortable just being myself with you," yes. right? And to me, the that's one compliment. of the compliments. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And and it's interesting to reflect back on and think, like, how am I showing up in this relationship? Mm-hmm that is allowing for that to happen. Yeah. Right. And how do I, how do I harness that and do more of that? Because like you said, it's such a, it's such a beautiful gift. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. dynamic is like, I think ideally that's what every relationship would look like. Right. And by relationship, I mean, friendship, romantic, professional interaction, whatever it is. Right. Oh, there's so much. It's so hard for me not to like jump ahead right now because I'm like, oh, relationships. Let's look at how <laughs> being authentic in impacts it, right? Like it's a big, it's a big thing to kind of be aware of and understand. Um, so before we go there, I just want to pause for a little bit. And I want to, because we're using words like be the you who you want to be, be true to yourself. And I think if you were to tell me when I started my own journey of this, you know, I think I was like 28 <laughs> when, I, when I truly dove in. Um, but for me, it would I would have been frustrated with that. What does that even mean? So yeah. I think to also, and this is just my perception, to be authentic, it's needing to to really understand who you are, what's important to you. And that's away from social media, away from your influences who are around you, away from what you think the norm is, and just almost like recalibrate yourself to what is important to you. And that's why I always love things, activities around values. Like what are your values? What is important with how you want to behave in society, in relationships, in interactions, what's meaningful for you, what's important, and know that, and then let that be the compass that shows up in your interactions to help guide that authentic version of yourself. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so you're speaking to that, um, that articulation or first of all, you know, uncovering or discovering what your values are and, and then looking at, so what's important to me. Right. And it can be some of the things might be things you're already doing and that you're already living. Um, some of them might be more of an aspirational kind of aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that aspirational nature. Um, and I think it's important to, determine what those values are and then look at genuinely holding the mirror up to yourself and it might be uncomfortable right but challenging yourself to really look at am I living in alignment with those values so if you're not that's okay I think it's really important to be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. and and non-judgmental and forgiving and the way that we move closer to being authentic is to really just look at how do I close that gap? Mm -hmm. So I've determined what's important to me. How do I, you know, get from where I'm at into a place where I'm living more of what's important to me? Yeah. Right. And again, it might not be consistently. We we talked about that feeling that we all get when we're living out of alignment with Mm -hmm. our authentic selves. Um, But 
the more we can kind of edge that needle in the direction of more often than not, mm-hmm. you know, I am showing up in a way that's authentic and feels good to me. I think that's the place that we want to be. And it will fuel itself too. So not only to speak to what we were saying, it will fuel other people to be authentic and be more comfortable being their authentic selves. But I find the more you're in alignment, in alignment with yourself and being true to who you want to be at the end of those interactions, at the end of that recap for yourself, you get invigorated. You start to feel centered and, you know, no doubt it's going to be different for everybody, but it's, it's a very powerful feeling in itself and it can fuel it for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. The 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 phrase that's popping into my mind is it's that self supporting mm-hmm. activity, right? So the more you do it, the more comfortable you get doing it and showing up authentically. Again, even if you're kind of the you know the the odd person out who's maybe not aligned in terms of your perspective with the rest of the group, it becomes easier and easier to um, to share a perspective or you know go against the grain and uh, and and feel good about doing that. Yes, absolutely. And so let's look at like, because it's so hard, again, not to, not to jump right in. But let's look at first, I always want to kind of start with more of the negative. So let's look at if we're not authentic, let's look at some of the repercussions. What do you what do you think are the real impacts to like self, society, relationships? What's your thoughts there? Yeah, so I mean, I kind of have two buckets of answers mm-hmm. and I think the first bucket we've already touched on a bit and, and that's that this is more so for people who are generally authentic, I would say, and, and who generally have, you know, a higher sense of self-awareness mm-hmm. and, and, you know, are able to, and engage in a lot of that reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for those folks, if they're behaving in a way that's inauthentic, Again, they likely feel that internal friction, right? It's sort of that general sense of unease or that that yucky sort of, you know, pit of the stomach feeling. Um, I think sort of closer to the other end of the spectrum is for folks who maybe don't spend as much time living authentically. And what's interesting is there's tons of research around this. I will say before I go into any of the specific points, it's all correlational, not necessarily causational. (laughs) Um, But I find it fascinating regardless, because folks who are generally more inauthentic tend to have so increased Mm -hmm. mental health issues, Mm -hmm. um, increased substance and alcohol abuse issues. They tend to uh, have lower success rates in terms of employment, in terms of, uh, you know, formal education, progress. Um, They do, you you mentioned this uh, in a way, but they do tend to have far less fulfilling relationships. Um, They tend to, there's a whole, a whole list of, none of them are good. Let's just say that, right? There's a whole list of things that go along with, um, with folks who are living inauthentically. So they tend to be more judgmental of others. Mm -hmm which I find really interesting and spend more time in sort of that negative headspace. Um, you know, they, they uh, tend to look to others for approval mm-hmm. and look externally for, for approval rather than internally. 
um, again, probably because they, they may not have that internal compass to really be in touch with it. And also looking externally for validation. So, I mean, we could dig into all sorts of things. Those are, to me, some of the, the more important kind of heavy hitters. Um, oh, I don't think I mentioned this one. They also tend to have more physical health issues. I touched on the mental health, but they tend to have more physical health issues as well. So less, um, yeah, just less vitality in general. And that's hard because like you mentioned so many impacts yeah. and the the reality is like you, you, maybe you're living the most authentic life ever. And maybe some of these, um, maybe some of these negative impacts might be happening for you. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's because you're not being authentic. So heads up, <laughs> let's just name that. Um, yeah. but you're right. Like, so let's, let's even reflect everybody right now for a second think about that let's try to understand that a bit more so you mentioned the that internal judgment piece you also mentioned tend to be more judgmental in relationships so think of that reflect and I I don't mean you Alana (laughs) I mean people listening think about when you're not being true to you think about how that feels for you think about any critical self-talk that might happen post, you know, think about how harsh you can sometimes be in those moments with yourself. And I I don't know where I heard it, but it's always like how we interact with ourselves is a key indicator of how we will interact with other people that's said quite often. And I do think that's, that's something to be a reminder of. If you're super critical of yourself when you're not being authentic, ask yourself, are you, are you being really judgmental of other people as well? Because sometimes I think we're really quick to, to give forgiveness to others, or I think we think that we're quick to give forgiveness to others, but I think sometimes there's a lot of underlayer, underlayering of judgment that can mm-hmm. be happening. So I think if you're reflecting on that, just consider when those happen, that can be opportunity to say, hmm, am I being authentic right now? It can almost be like that reminder for ourselves, that key ingredient, because it happens. Yeah. And so just reflect. Do you notice? Can you Do you identify with what, what I'm talking about right now? And allow it as we continue to move forward to just be, again, a nice reminder, a nice check-in. Am I? Am I being authentic in this moment? So that internal judgment, that external judgment, again, this is not about shame here today. This is about holding space to promote and encourage, you know, not only our own reflection, but what else, how else are we encouraging other people around us to be authentic? So as we said, those, um, those internal critics can be, can, can allow our spidey senses, let's say, <laughs> to go off. So listen to those. That's it. Less about judgment, more about being aware and open to those reminders because we get to choose what we do next. So let's look at, let's bring the conversation to the benefits. Let's fuel ourselves, Alana. Why should people be authentic? What's the benefit here? Oh my gosh, so many benefits. So 
I mean, of course, mm-hmm. the opposite of all the things we just spoke about, sure. <laughs> right? So um, things like less uh, mental health struggles, less uh, drug and alcohol use, mm-hmm. um, you know, actually it is correlated with less feelings of loneliness, which I find really interesting, um, even if people aren't with others, right? So being authentic is is correlated with decreased loneliness, which is really cool, especially given, you know, the last couple of years, right? Um, even that, I, I'm just going to pause you, yeah, sorry, yeah, just yeah, there, because yeah. like that's, I feel maybe a reason why people don't want to be authentic because they want to fit in. They want to feel connection. So I think what a powerful one to say, you know what? The research is telling us that if we are authentic, it actually helps with connection. Yeah. Well, and so something, you know, just popped into my mind, but I'm thinking, I would way rather have one person mm. who I can 100% be myself with, right? Who I can, who I feel really seen and understood by, and like I am being my true self, than 20 people who I'm putting on a show for, yeah. right? And who I'm, I'm afraid, for lack of a better word, to you know, to to be vulnerable or to show my authentic self to you. Um, because to me, those relationships are going to be so less, so much less fulfilling. And, you know, I'm always going to feel slightly off kilter, right? Like I have to be a certain version of somebody who doesn't actually exist. So I think so but that's it you said like and I think as I age that's something that speaks so volumes like I remember like 17 year old Jill wanted 20 friends yeah 41 year old Jill wants lesser but wants that quality in search of that quality continuously so even like going let's let's stay here for a bit I just think it's such a big benefit of being authentic and I don't think it's intuitively known because I think people try to fit in to feel that connection and when we're when we're not genuinely being ourselves and we're kind of in essence anticipating what other people want we we don't act in alignment with ourselves we don't feel good and we're not creating quality relationships Totally. Well, and the the other thing I think in connection to that is that generally speaking, we can always tell when somebody else Mm -hmm. isn't being authentic, right? So you think about, I I mean, I might have people in my peripheral circle who aren't all that authentic, Mm -hmm. but they're not the people who I'm willing to make the same space for Mm -hmm. and invest as much with and, and actually, you know, create those meaningful relationships with because I always feel like they're holding back or like something's not quite right um so kind of it's like the chicken and the eggs type type of situation where it's like you have to be authentic in order to have those fulfilling relationships and I think that goes on both sides right I think that's the most beautiful motivator ever (laughs) again right like it's that it's hard to do this stuff it's hard to to stand up, to have the courage to, to really be seen when sometimes you don't want to be seen or you don't want to be the person who speaks up. But what yeah. you're promoting is that quality. It's like yeah. I always think about relationships. So whenever the authentic piece comes out, I go twofold. 
there's twofold that pops into my head. One is, dude, there's no other you in the world. Why would you try to be somebody else? Like be you, no one else is you and you get to be you. Ah, gift the world with you, right? So that's one piece. And then the other one for me is relationships. If I am not being my true me, then it's not a relationship that's going to last because it's built on that phony kind of insecure or, you know, lack of, lack of truth, you know? So it's not, it's not not sustainable. Exactly. Yeah. It's exhausting Mm. for one to, to live in a space that's not aligned with who you genuinely are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, when we think about sort of the the other person in the relationship, most of us, I, I think, don't want the type of relationship so you know again professional personal what friendship whatever it is where somebody is consistently as an example saying I love what you love I agree with everything you say I have no opinion or no perspective that's different than yours right and and you know I've met those folks in my life and I always think there has to be more here like how can we dig any deeper And it's with like my best relationships, my most fulfilling relationships are with the people who aren't afraid to share a perspective that's different than mine or challenge me or, you know, show me their quirks, right? And I think that those are the relationships because there is that level of authenticity there that I trust that those people, you know, that that they are being themselves and kind of as a side effect of that, I also trust that I can be myself with them as well, right? So again, it, it's this undercurrent of safety, um, kind of hard to put your finger on, but it doesn't exist in from my perspective when authenticity is, is lacking. Right. It's almost that when you're comfortable or courageous enough, let's name it, because sometimes it's not comfortable. Yeah. So when you're yeah. courageous enough to be you, Mm-hmm. You give permission for other people to be them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, yes. <laughs> so less about <laughs> less about fitting in uh to the to the square peg and more about just honoring who you are and what you believe. I find, yeah, totally like yourself, Elena, some of the best relationships are the people who don't blindly agree with me. I, I'm actually not really good when people are like, yeah, 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 all the time. I'm like, right. we have our own perception. Honor that. Like, I love yeah. learning. I love seeing things through different lenses. And if you're just agreeing because you think that's what I want, missed yeah, opportunity. 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So when when you feel shy or that you want to put your head down and not be your authentic you. Think about that. Think about the impact by you showing up in that moment and being yourself. First of all, you'll promote truth, realness in the conversation, in the relationship. And second of all, which I love how we keep going back to Elena, is you give permission. You influence other people around you to show up and be themselves. Yeah. Pretty big yeah. stuff. Yeah, 
Okay. So what else? Give us, because I'm sorry, I stuck there because it's a big one for me. No, uh, no. What no. Other well, and to me, I mean, I was going to save the relationship piece for the end because <laughs> to me, that's like, that's the money piece, right? That's the the biggest takeaway is, um, you know, when you are authentic, the, the many, many positive impacts it has on relationships, but, mm -hmm. but some lesser and yet not unimportant uh, reasons why or, you know, benefits to being authentic are things like increased inner strength. Mm -hmm. So increased levels of confidence, right? Um, probably correlated or connected with those pieces. We mm -hmm. see people who are more authentic tend to be more successful yeah. professionally. Um, you know, it, 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 it just that alignment between again, what's, what's important to me and how am I showing up just has so much ripple effect in terms of, again, the personal professional realm, um, across the board. Yeah. It's like that internal, like you said, the confidence, the fulfillment, even that, that feeling yeah. good. Um, yeah. the relationship, building the quality, as we mentioned, over the quantity, having like real truthful connections that are built on two people bringing their honest selves to the table. And then mm -hmm. also what I'm hearing, and we all know it's that third piece. It's that impact on society, you know, creating the world that we do want to see more of. You know, yeah. we, we want we want more people being their true selves instead of feeling that they have to be something they're not. Which, yeah, <laughs> as we mentioned before, leads to, to more of those, um, those impacts, negative impacts or the negative repercussions there. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's interesting, this just popped into my mind, but to connect back to your earlier comment around um, social media, mm -hmm. I sense, and I, I don't know if, if you've had a similar experience, but I've actually kind of sensed or experienced a bit of a a pushback in the last while and I think it's from people a little younger than us um who are you know more about showing up authentically online right so certainly not everybody and not the masses but I have noticed you know as an example just more people posting things that aren't picture perfect mm, right that. or that aren't it's not you know somebody's insta, insta story as an example isn't what always 100 percent mm -hmm. i'm out here living my best life it, it's some of the real stuff as well or the struggles or the more controversial opinions mm -hmm. and i think that's so beautiful that you know again it's maybe micro movements um because there certainly are of course the other folks who are still posting only when things are great or you know um all of their successes and none of their kind of failures for lack of a better word but I think that there's this kind of edging towards let's, if we're using this platform and regardless of the platform, right. But if we're using this platform as a form to connect, let's connect in a more authentic way because otherwise what's the point, right? <sighs> yeah. Because like, as we know, like other big repercussions of people just feel less than they feel inferior because, Oh, everybody's living this glamorous life. When in yeah. reality, if people are being legit, <laughs> we all have struggles. It's like the human, the human reality is yeah. things are hard. Things are uncomfortable. You get, you get wins too, but things, yeah. things can be really difficult. So I love that. Actually, I think it's Brene, Brene Brown. I usually mention her quite a bit, but she, 
she talks about like there's a fine line there, right? Of vulnerability um, and, and oversharing sometimes. So with me naming this, it's to say you find that balance for you and, and trust in that. So along the whole authentic piece, don't feel that you do have to overshare, but I guess what would I, or what I would say as a, something that's coming out of this conversation with me and you and Elena is the social media content that you're getting. Just know it's not everybody's whole story. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, be, be aware. And yeah. sometimes it's okay to, to, to show up and just be real about what's going on or, or struggles and, and definitely to, to reach out and get the support you need. However, you know, platform means of communication, whatever that looks like for you. No, absolutely. It's interesting too. So uh, I love what you shared about, you know, from Brené Brown and, um, you know, I think in her conversations around boundaries and stuff, right. It's about, it's not dumping. You're not just giving everybody every single thing that's going on with you because that's not really fair to them either. Um, And something that that kind of reminded me of is Adam Grant also speaks about authenticity and I've seen, uh, you know, a couple of posts that he's made around the fact that authenticity is not, it's not letting any of us off the hook. It's not a green light to not be kind, to Mm. not be respectful, right? I can't just say, I authentically don't like that person. So I'm going to treat them like dirt. That is not living your authentic self. So, you know, if we, if we were to take a magic wand and go all the way back to the beginning, when we were talking about what is authenticity, I think it might be equally valuable to also say, what is authenticity not? Mm. And it's not saying, you know what, I feel really comfortable sitting in this place of judgment. So I'm just going to judge everybody and everything around me. It's like, you have to kind of dig deeper and look at, well, what, what are my values and what, you know, how can I live those? Right. (laughs) Right. Fantastic points. Because like how often, you know, even in our joint line of work, do you hear the phrase like, I am who I am, you know, and it's like, yes, and that's great. And (laughs) we're still in a collective society. Um, So, and I, I love how you just brought that back to us as individuals. So less about, well, this is who I am and blah kind of thing. And more about what's important to me. What are my values? And am I acting within that value system uh, versus Mm -hmm. just maybe telling your version of a truth in that moment? Mm. Okay. Fantastic topic. And I'm just loving how this conversation is, you know, unfolding it's such, I hope, I guess, it's the reminder, the encourager for people to to not only stop, reflect, know who they are, because that that is like the greatest love story untold. It's, ha. Huh. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that, Jill. <laughs> it's like, it's serious. Like for me, like it is the foundational work. But yeah. when you, when you honor that, like the, the positivity that is created within you is, is a gift. And then you start giving that gift out to others because you encourage real connection and real conversation. And, and I, 
I, I know I'm cheesy and I say it all the time, but I'm a firm believer that that continues to ripple out, right? And that's, that's how we can all create that better tomorrow, or at least my perception. (laughs) Okay. So we talked about what it is. We talked about some repercussions if we don't. And we talked about some benefits of, of showing up and putting that effort and work in uh, to being that authentic you. So let's round out the conversation in the last few minutes here and give some tips you know, in your own experience, Alana, what has been some some things that have helped you keep that compass focused, like in the direction you want to go, or, or what has helped motivate you um, in regards to showing up to be authentic? Yeah. So, I mean, I I'll just reiterate this piece before I hit on a couple of others, but I think we've already talked a bit about you know identifying your values and, and looking at what's important to me and, or what do I want to be important to me? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, what do I say is important to me, but maybe I'm not currently living in a way that demonstrates that. Um, And really just, again, holding that mirror up to yourself and looking at, or to myself, right? And looking at, okay, so one of my core values is relationships. And I can say that I value relationships, you know, every single day, right? And if I hit pause and hold a mirror up to myself and look at what relationships have I invested in in the last week? Mm-hmm. Um, have I invested in relationships, right? Have I invested in a way that is creating more mutually satisfying reciprocal relationships mm-hmm. or am I the only one benefiting, right? And just, again, I, I mentioned earlier, I think it can be an uncomfortable process, mm-hmm. but it's really about getting clear as to, you know, what's, what am I doing that's working, right? And how can I do more of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I doing that's maybe out of alignment with my values? Mm-hmm. And if it's important enough to me to change, right? If I find that I'm living in that inauthentic place, what are some small, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. We don't have to change everything overnight, but what are some small tweaks or adjustments that I can make to edge myself closer to the direction that I want to be going in, right? That that will actually feel authentic to me. So I think that's really important. I think it's really important, again, just the value of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. So um, whether it's through journaling, uh, you know, or just sitting in silence without the distractions, without the kind of day-to-day noise that we're so used to Mm -hmm. and just sitting with ourselves and kind of doing those check-ins as to again you know how do I feel right we talked about when we're living inauthentically we tend to feel some of that internal friction um maybe more depressed maybe more anxious uh some some common things that are kind of connected with being inauthentic so when I'm just at peace and I'm reflecting on how is my life right now right how am I showing up what is the quality of my relationships? Um, where am I at in terms of, as an example, my mental health, my confidence? How do I feel? And just sitting with that, I think that can be a really great gauge. And and it's interesting because self-reflection and just that love, you know, plays such an important role in terms of self-awareness, right? So um, connecting the self-awareness aspect in with authenticity, I think is really, really key. And the last piece, and again, I, I think we touched on this, or I used this term earlier, but 
it's really about looking at, okay, if I need to close some gaps, if there's some places where maybe I'm not living authentically, how can I be more courageous and step into that space, right? So again, if somebody finds, and, and I think we all have these situations where, you know, the, those moments where you think, oh my gosh, having this conversation as an example instantly makes my palms sweat. <laughs> um, what's something I can do that's maybe a little less scary yeah. to just start building up that emotional courage, right? But to, to get myself more comfortable to again, aligning my, my actions with what's important to me. So my actions with my values. <sighs> Absolutely. So, so much there. Um, I'm going to try to recap, Sure. name what I, what I miss, but what I'm hearing a lot of, Alana, and it, you know, again, came out throughout the conversation, but nice opportunity for us to recap is that big piece starts with reflection, not only reflection post conversations, but finding out who, who are you, you know, what, what's your values doing that self work, what we would say, um, and checking in with that, making sure that you know what your goals are in relationships and interactions and knowing what that, I would even go deep and say, what does that look like? You know, what specifically will that look like for you? Um, just yeah. so you have that clear picture and you can kind of see of what you want to do in your interactions or in who you want to be, which aligns with another thing I heard what you said. It's that accountability piece, you know, holding ourselves accountable to that and scary and hard sometimes. And sometimes you're going to opt out, be kind, be gentle. And <laughs> I love it that you, you gave that, that little segue back in little steps, take little steps, <laughs> name yeah. them. What does that progress maybe look like for you? We all start somewhere. And I even think sometimes making mistakes, it can give us such a, an opportunity for connection later down the road. Cause we're going to have more empathy of walking this walk and how hard it can be at times and, and how we want to encourage that authentic peace around us as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the three big pieces I'm hearing. It's the reflection, take time to be aware of who you are, who you want to be holding yourself accountable to that in, uh, your interactions in your, you know, day-to-day -day life. And then when there's bigger things, giving yourself some little steps to identify and succeed with, uh, to kind of work up to those bigger things, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well put. <laughs> awesome. And for me, I would just add like, it's the, uh, for me, it's a lot of self-talk. So going back to the, the awareness, the reflection piece, it's the, what thoughts am I giving energy to right now? And so yeah. I'll always try to reframe with the statement I've already said is I want to encourage people to show up as their self, as their authentic self. And the way I can influence that is me showing up and being my authentic self. And so that helps yeah. me push through some uncomfortable um, moments that I've wanted to show up and be who I am. Kind of yeah. thing. I love that. I love that so much. I think that's, uh, that's such a good takeaway for sure from this mm -hmm. conversation. Well, the whole thing, Elena, like just so much gratitude for you taking the time uh, to have an authentic, a real conversation about <laughs> what authenticity is and the impacts that it can really have. 
and the benefits for it all. So again, just tons of gratitude for, for you, who you are, and you taking the time to, to come on the show and have this conversation. Well, thank you. And thank you. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. It was great. We could probably, Sweeney and I could probably talk about this kind of stuff for hours and hours. Whole series. <laughs> um, yeah. I really, I really appreciate you, uh, you inviting me on and I had a great time. Nice to connect with you. And you said at the beginning, other big topics. So please know you have an open invite to come back whenever you want to talk about one of those big topics. Cause Hey, I'm <laughs> uh, but again, huge amounts of, of gratitude and Alana, you know what? I always like to, to start staying, give space. If people wanted to contact you, what would that look like? Sure. Well, I think the easiest place right now, my website is under construction. So the easiest place is probably through LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so do you like tag me or anything on, on your platform or should I spell it out? I'd my spell it out. Let's, let's okay. name it. <laughs> uh, so I'm on LinkedIn. It's just Ilana Zinnick. So I-L-A-N-A. And my last name is Z-I-N-Y-K. And yeah, reach out. I also have, a, I've just started it. So it's, uh, you know, five posts in, going to be six soon, Jill. Um, <laughs> but a uh, Instagram account for my consulting work. So you're welcome to find me there as well and send me a note. It'd be great to connect. Awesome. So I always like to give that opportunity because you are out there doing quality work as well, Alana. And so the fact that it's another resource for people to tap into, I think, hey, again, that's how we make that um, that society that we want to create <laughs> together. Awesome. So Thanks, th Joe. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Power Yourself. Again, if there's something you liked, if there's something that sparks something within you, share it. Um, talk about it, bring it into your conversations, look Alana up, share the podcast, rate it, you know, all of those actions really trickle the information. It kind of influences what we all see out there in society and on the platforms. So just be conscious about what you're choosing to put out there as well. So with that being said, remember, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes energy, and it is foundational to living that full, beneficial, positive life. And it all starts with you choosing to power yourself.